Well, what would you like to talk about today? Just about anything goes on our monthly unscripted show. We do it near the end of the month, and here we are already at the end of November. Feast of St. Andrew, a wonderful feast day today, heading into Advent this weekend. Boy, a lot of things swirling around us, Debbie, but we want people to pause, take a deep breath, Join us on the program, Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you, and join us with something that is on your mind or your heart for our unscripted show. Speaking of that, um, yes, it's unscripted, uh, but I want to go back to St. Andrew. Don't let me forget, because Church Pop had a great um, reminder about the uh, never-failing St. Andrew Christmas Novena, which Mm -hmm. starts today and goes right right up to uh, Christmas, and it's uh, fabulous. I want I have to tell you a funny story about that. I actually from Church Pop, I did it last year, and uh, the miracle did happen. So it was very yeah, it was very interesting. So um, that's on Church Pop uh, today. It came out at uh, on my in in my uh, email inbox at four twelve a.m. I love that. I love Mm -hmm. getting all that information from the EWTN resources early in the morning. But this is unscripted, the end of November, um, uh, and we need to hear from you. So anything you want to bring to the table, past topics you want to revisit, you want to suggest future topics, you want to discuss something that's going on in the church, you want to talk about the the um, St. Andrew never-failing Christmas novena, you want to talk about Advent coming up this weekend, anything that's on your mind or heart, you want to add, uh, I brought out the prayer book because I just wanted to let our Take-Two family know that a lot of messages came came in overnight and this morning that a lot of folks are battling uh, the flu, upper respiratory conditions, COVID, all sorts of things coming in. um, And we need to pray for everybody in the Take Two family. So please do so. And I added everybody to the book that got in touch with us. And we also have the virtual prayer wall on take2show.com. Okay. But so here's, here's, here's what I wanted to, to share and just reiterate what Jerry was saying. This is your show. This is unscripted. So bring the topics to the table, okay? Here's the number. You don't have to be Catholic to call in, 833-288-3986. Whatever on your mind or heart, now's the time to call. Don't wait till the end of the show because we don't do this again until the end of December. Debbie laid out a number of things you could call about, the church, the world, maybe something going on in your family. We have our All About Relationships show recently. Maybe you didn't get in on that one. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about a relationship. Maybe you want to talk about just, I don't know, you were just driving along and a a billboard caught your attention, kind of a catchy billboard you want to share what that was. This is how Unscripted works. We just really kind of throw open the phone lines, and it's like Debbie and I and our show team, we're sitting around with you, you know, around a a coffee table having a cup of uh, coffee or ice water or a beverage or something or a little snack somewhere or maybe out sitting in a a park somewhere. Just a a comfortable conversation. Uh, We let you set the table with whatever you'd like to discuss. So, again, that phone number is 833 288 EWTN lines are filling up now. Mm-hmm. Get in on one if you'd like to right away because there's a line open for you. 833 288 3986. I don't want to make this show about me, um, but it is unscripted. So this is the perfect uh, time for me to bring this up, Jerry. So just a couple things. Um, I won't be on the show tomorrow. Uh, You have the Real Presence show tomorrow with the Take Two family. You Mm. know how important that show is. It should be to all of us, but it is especially to me. It's the one show that 
I really never, ever, ever want to miss because it's about the most holy Eucharist. So I'm really expecting the Take Two family to show up strong because lives are being changed by that one program, The Real Presence. We know because we are listening and, and reading the emails and hearing the uh, on the comment line. So please show up strong tomorrow with The Real Presence. I will be listening from the airport because I'm heading to Denver for the Light of the World Catholic Church um, Advent um, Reflection Evening with the with the beautiful women um, in uh, uh, at Miracle uh, at Light of the World Catholic Church, and we're talking about miracles, Jerry. Miracles nice. do happen, yeah. so I'm so excited to be back with the ladies, um, about 250 ladies um, and their and their adult daughters, and I love that. And Father Matt's been wonderful welcoming me, me back after a couple years, and I'm going to be sharing uh, about miracles and Adam's book on miracles and all sorts of things. And that's the first thing I want to share. Second thing, real quickly, thank you to the Take Two family and everybody on Facebook. Um, I've received hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments, emails, all sorts of things. Everybody's praying today because Jerry, as you know, I'm going for the big uh, the big con- uh, doctor's appointment where they're all consulting um, to find out my next steps because this is my second uh, battle with cancer. And so I am, um, I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. I'm, okay. you know, it'll be what it'll be. And I'm in a good place. And I'm just, I can feel the prayers. That's all I can say. And I love the Take Two family. So that's all I had to say real quickly. But I'll, I'll pass on the information to you, Jerry, if you can just quickly share tomorrow the sure. update if I'm you know, going to be here a few more years or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope and pray that you will be. Yeah. yeah, Marty hopes so too. I said, how many years do you want me here on this earth? He goes, well, I'd like you to stay a, lot, a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So would we. So would we. Yeah. God willing, yeah. So well, anyway, I, that's, that was a little housekeeping. How about you? How are you doing at the Basilica? Doing well. Doing well, yeah. I'm, I'm at the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach, Florida seminarian for the Diocese of Orlando, and on a pastoral year, they call it. And I've been working on the, the, the Basilica's brand new website, which website, is going to launch yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I've been, <gasps> it's launching I've been tomorrow? Uh, up to my eyeballs in, in getting the website ready to go, but it's looking really nice. Yes, it's going to launch wow. tomorrow, so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Our pastor, Father Ken Gill, is excited about that. And so, yeah, I've been, I've been busy, but doing well, really loving, loving how things are going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're we're getting a lot of co- comments from the Take Two family as well. Uh, they saw the article that was written about you, and it's it's been circulating. And 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 uh, affiliates and and uh, folks from Take Two have been, um, you know, wondering how you're doing and if you're going to c- continually give us updates and and see how it's going. And sure, it would be great. So yeah. we're excited for you. Well, we, we feel you. like we're all journeying into the priesthood together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, with God's grace, I may persevere. Um, kind of, you know, it's it's the second go around for me on this. I had six years of formation in the 1990s and thought that that was probably a thing of the past until just about a little over a year ago. God put it back on my heart really heavily, and one thing led to another, and here I am. So, wow. appreciate everybody's Beautiful. prayers. And speaking of prayers, on this unscripted show, if you didn't get in on any of our prayer shows this month, we do two of them per month. Call in with your prayer intentions today if, if you'd like to. Maybe like Debbie, you're struggling going through a health issue right now. You want to maybe get a word of encouragement from her or give her a word of encouragement about her journey, with uh, especially with the meeting with the doctors today. Anything you want to talk about, almost. Unscripted today, here's the number for you to call. 833-288-3986. our 
unscripted show for November. That's where you bring the topics to the table. And we do have uh, some open phone lines if you'd like to jump in. Uh, but don't wait too much longer because you won't get in on this unscripted. And um, we'd like to close with a very robust uh, discussion on past topics, future topics, different things that are happening in our lives and in the church. But before we get to Bob in Horseheads, New York, uh, I just want to uh, share with our listeners, Jerry, if I can, EWTN Mass Guide Booklet and Ebook. EWTN offers the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass from Our Lady of the Angels Chapel live every morning at 8 Eastern. By the way, that's that when I cannot make it to mass, that's the mass I watch all the time. We want to help you draw closer to our Eucharistic King, our free mass guide booklet, which includes both English and Latin text, will help you to follow along with the mass on EWTN and unite with the, with Catholics worldwide for a free mass booklet or ebook. All you have to do, folks, please do it today. Visit EWTN.com slash Catholicism, then click on readings. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, I love that mass booklet. But anyway, it is. It sounds sounds fantastic. Um, 833-288-3986. As promised, we're going to go first to Bob in Horseheads, New York, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. I got a, a future show request and maybe a little research for you to do. Okay. Uh, several priests in, throughout my life <laughs> have told me that in Vatican, because I'm a businessman, or was, anyway, um, that in Vatican II, there is a category of talk uh, or um, writings or whatever regarding um, the Catholic Church beginning to get more involved in the resources of this world regarding even business and uh, well, lots of other things. Um, and I'll just throw out an example of things that I've always thought of. Five guys get together, they're in a local Catholic church, they start a company, not a non-for-profit, a for-profit company, and they use the profits not to pay themselves to be millionaires and, you know, grow their wealth, but they use it to benefit the community in, in a million ways, create jobs, use the money for the poor, whatever. And, and so sort of compete against the system out there that is sort of stealing away our whole country and our children and everything else. So there is a category somewhere, there is uh, information in Vatican II about that, and no one ever talks about it. Hmm. And so maybe uh, someone, you could do some research on it and have a future show about Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I made a note of it, Bob, and I will tell you, it's so interesting you're bringing this up because I was speaking with, actually, um, Jerry and I work with Adam Bly in, in, in ministry, and uh, Adam, we were talking about Vatican II documents and the beauty of so many of those of those um, resources that have that have been out there, but we, we tend to not um, go into that as much as we do with um, the changes in, in the Mass and, and, and other stuff that happened uh, through Vatican II. So I think it's a brilliant idea. I made a note of it, and I'd love to hear Jerry's comments on it. Well, 
You know, I've heard something similar to this, Bob, especially as it has to do with communications, which is my background. So that's why I've mm-hmm. heard about that. Yep. And it was one of the Vatican II documents, and I can't remember the name of it exactly, but I think it really emphasized, it was on, you know, social communications and so forth, really emphasizing that we as Catholic Christians, you know, we should we should pr- produce and, and provide to the world uh, a quality of media content, not just the content. The content has to be great, and we've got the best content in the world because it's, it's the truth, it's the Catholic faith, but it has to be done well and professionally and at least as good as the secular world is doing, if not better. So I know the Vatican II called on us to do uh, what, what we're doing here at EWTN you know, with, with excellence, and that is what we strive for, but it very well could be that there, there was you know, a broader application of that to you know business all sorts of businesses in general so it is worth looking into absolutely bob you're awesome keep those topics coming and you know what uh, bob what we'll do is especially for next year we'll try to we'll try to um share some topics coming um that are ahead on the calendar and looking ahead so you but it sounds like you listen quite often yeah let me just make something clear i started my own business i'm a i'm nobody i had no money no nothing and I made a. I ran a business for about twenty years. Um, I, my son and I just kept building and building and building, and ultimately the evil came after us. But uh, we did pretty good for a long time. And uh, based on being a nobody, I mean, we just got into the spring water business and realized that this is an easy win. Uh, it's needed everywhere, and uh, it was way overpriced. It still is. And then I expanded to more into the food business, and I serviced all the Amish bakeries around the, the Finger Lake. And how did I get to do that? Because the other system is, and I'm talking Walmart and everybody else, it's wasteful. And it's all based on huge profits. None of it cannot be beaten and taken down. And uh, we have to realize that we as Catholics have all that ability. And I don't care if you're just a local Catholic person who, maybe somebody like my mother, who would just support it, you know, by buying our product. (laughs) You know, it it was so easy to do. Imagine what is out there, that if the Catholic Church and good quality Catholic people who are genuinely uh, spiritually capable, Mm -hmm. and they had some drive and ambition to do something like that, Imagine what could happen. I mean, it's so easy. I'm talking about becoming, opening up, uh, I don't know, um, selling glasses to people, uh, you know, for (laughs) for, uh, anything, really, any uh, pharmaceuticals, anything uh, that you can think of. There is an area in, you don't have to be in the major cities doing some fabulous, crazy thing on with all this advertising and people making millions of dollars and buying cottages around Cuca Lake with all their money. You know, you don't have to do any of that. How about just Airbnb? I mean, you could do it yourself with some good men and good people to rebuild a home and do that. There's just endless, endless possibilities to compete. But nobody wants to do it because they're, they're sealed in to this system that's out there that everyone follows so easily. And it, and it takes away... Our society has taken away the Catholic Church, really, uh, to for a lot of us, for a lot of people. It's it's uh, it's really uh, you know our, our my, my granddaughter. I just don't 
I fear every day of what's going to happen to her when she gets a little bit older. Uh, and, and school. What about homeschooling? What about the Catholic schools? They're all shut down. Seven churches shut down here in Elmira. Seven out of nine. And now the, the, the church in the south side, the final Catholic church in Elmira, is shut down. So what's, what's the problem here? Go out and make some money and use the kids thing to put some kids through school. What's the problem? But, so but, easy. So well, I'll be well, quiet. No, no, no. You're perfect. You're you're fine. You're perfect. And I love what you what you have to say, Bob. I just wanted to say this real quickly. You, you'd be very proud as you know, as as Jerry and I well, Jerry in the past, um, uh, before he went um, back into to seminary for, formation, uh, we used to travel around uh, to go to help um, Catholic radio stations around the country um, raise the necessary funds to keep functioning. And you will you will see very vibrant um, uh, Catholic homeschooling groups, uh, Catholic or professional organizations, um, things like you're you're talking about this grassroots effort to bring Catholics together to help other Catholics, not to not to to make you know tens of millions of dollars, but so everybody can be uh, provided for and to help each other. I will say one thing, Bob. It's starting to come around a little bit, which is great. Um, Catholics in general, we've, we haven't been good at, uh, uh, grouping together and staying together and, and supporting one another, um, in, in ways of, of, uh, being out in the, in the world, the Mormons, the LDS community, Latter-day Saints, the Mormons do it really well. They're really big on supporting each other, uh, promoting each other, um, you know, uh, taking care of one another and help and really and truly helping each other and spreading kind of the wealth, if you will. We're, we're, we're kind of slow to this um, as Catholics, but hopefully with more conversations like you just shared and we can continue to have, you'll see that happening in pockets around um, the country and the world. So let's pray for that because we should stay together, stick together, support one another and, and, and really build the body of Christ. We're with you, Bob. So yeah. thank you for that. What do you say, Jer? No, great call, Bob. Thank you for getting us started here on our unscripted show today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. 833-288-3986. If you'd like to get on board, almost anything goes. If there's something, a topic, uh, something you're experiencing in life, family issues, your prayer life, spiritual life, something going on somewhere in your community you want to talk about, just bring to our attention just about anything you can bring up. 833-288-3986. Next up is Nathan in Amarillo, Texas, listening today on the EWTN app. Hello, Nathan. Thanks for waiting. Hello, Jerry and Debbie. Nice to talk to you again. I've talked to you several times. Likewise. How are y'all doing? Good, doing well. How about you, Nathan? I'm doing well. I um, just had a topic, you know, for a future show, and I was thinking this would be a great one. That topic would be, what is something you got a late start to that was worth the hype? Mm. So what is something you got a late start to that was worth the hype? For me, for example, was the game of golf. Um, I'm 40 years old, barely started playing last year, and it's a fun game. I was like, I've missed out. And I know, <laughs> Debbie, you know, you're a golfer. <laughs> um, and something else, too, for me would be sushi. Uh, my wife uh, recently introduced me to sushi. I always thought it was disgusting. I never wanted to eat it, but I had me the best California roll, and I was I was hooked. I love sushi. So, you know, after 40 years, these are two things I got a late start on. But 
um, I'll ask you guys, what is something, you know, you got a late start to that was worth the hype? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. I well, I'm just cracking up, Nathan, because, you know, I'm, I, believe me, I, I, I'm a big supporter of golf. I think it's a wonderful game. You learn a lot about life. You learn a lot about yourself. It's 90% mental and like 10% talent in, in, in that area because it's, it, it's really a game you got to get focused on. And I love that you love the game of golf. However, I will probably tell you, you know, I, I learned it when I was four years old. You know, my dad was a big golfer, so we didn't have a choice. We just had to play golf. Um, but I don't know if I could have, well, I guess I could have taken golf up later in life. It is, it can be a frustrating game. I'm glad you love it. Stay in that place, Nathan. That's all I'm going to say. Stay in that place. But there have been days where I've gotten off the golf course um, years back, and I'm like, why did I even pick up this game? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's very frustrating when you don't play a, a you know a, a good round of golf, but um, but no, I think it's beautiful. Golf is beautiful. Sushi, that too, that's interesting uh, to get into that that field of cuisine. Um, I think late in life for me would be um, I love languages. I love I'm starting to just dive into foreign languages, and I, I'm I'm fascinated by it now. Um, so I love that and. Uh, and instruments. I wanted to get back to playing the keyboard. I played it a little bit when uh, piano when I was when younger, but I'm getting into uh, music again as I get older. And I love both of those areas. I just find I'm I'm just happier. I sleep better. I I look forward to it. So that kind of adds to the the beauty of life. How about you, Jerry? You know, one thing I, I I've always been able to cook okay. But mm-hmm. if you remember, Debbie, probably about five or six years ago, uh, you and Marty and, and I, we all got um, kind of challenged one another, you know, to uh, lose a few pounds and eat mm-hmm. healthier and so forth. Yep. And so it was, it was at that time that I really started to be, get a lot more conscientious about what I was buying, what I was cooking, what I was eating. And, uh, you know, and it really helped out. I, I, I lost at one point to about 50 pounds a few years ago, put you a little did. bit of that back on. But anyway, Nathan, that, that for me would be it, I, I think, is just kind of learning to really get serious about cooking some good, really quality, tasty meals. And so I continue to do that today. Yeah, great. Well, I, and I just have one more thing for you, uh, uh, Jerry. I was curious, man, whatever, you know, you had to move from California to Florida what happened to Duke, and also what happened to your buddy of yours you were taking care of? I, I've always wondered that. Well, Duke uh, has a, a wonderful new home, uh, believe it or not. Um, he's got, I, I just saw him recently because I was back in California taking care of a few things, and he got rehomed. I think that's how you call that, right? And he's adjusted very, very well. He's very happy. He was happy to see me, gave me lots of love and kisses. But my uh, dear, wonderful housemate that I had, Harvey, he actually uh, kind of fell ill recently. He was in the hospital for a few weeks, and he's in a skilled nursing center now there in California. So I would I appreciate, Nathan, if you and everybody would keep him in your prayers. I, I'm not in as close a touch as I'd like to be because I'm just very, very busy and, and he's, uh, you know, just kind of with, with, with what what he's going through. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I appreciate you asking about both of them. That's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, very yeah, nice beautiful. of you, Nathan. Nathan, you're an awesome part of the Take Two family. Thank you so much. And and Keith, let us know about the golf, you know, send us some pictures of you on the golf course. I always love that. <laughs> we may see him on a weekend golf broadcast. Yeah. Tournament yeah. somewhere. <laughs> we should do a golf tournament. I used to run golf tournaments. Go. They were fun. They're a lot of work, though. Okay, so if you want to join in on the action with this unscripted for November, now is the time. Start calling 833 288 
3986. You can ask us anything, suggest topics. We got Nathan's topic. I love it. Bob's topic. Love that about Vatican II documents. How about you? Do you want to talk about something? You want to ask Jerry questions? You can ask me questions. Whatever is on your mind or heart, we pretty much entertain almost everything, right, Jerry? <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. You hear the music. We are going to take a deep breath and a pause here. And in Buffalo, hang on. You've got a very important call. You're going to be next. Maria in Ohio is right after that. Rachel in Columbus and others here. Matt Gabensky is a busy guy today. He is every day on this show, but on Unscripted, you get to bring the topic. So what is your topic of choice today? 833-288-3986. Well, we love being on the air with you during this hour, Monday through Friday, on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. It's unscripted today, and a lot of you have things you want to talk about, which is great. We, uh, we brainstorm a lot during the course of the year, our producer, Ace McKay, and Debbie and I, and you, you send in show topic suggestions, so we always have the calendar plenty full, very well populated, but on Unscripted, we just kind of leave it open to uh, have a conversation about whatever, so you can join us at 833-288-3986, and right before we go back to the phones... Just a quick mention about our friends at Domestic Church Media. They've been on the air for a long time in New Jersey, and they need to hear from you next week. If you live in their uh, broadcast area, they're having their end-of-year radiothon. Tuesday through Thursday. So if you're in Asbury Park, Freehold, Trenton, Cape May, Hamilton, or anywhere, remember to support your EWTN Catholic radio station, especially Domestic Church Media in New Jersey, having their end-of-the-year radiothon next week, Tuesday through Thursday. You pronounced all those uh, towns in New Jersey. very. You did, you did really well. Wow. Thank you. Did yeah, I get a gold star? Yeah, you get a gold star. Oh, That's good. Right. Goody, goody. <laughs> it's a virtual gold star. We don't have anything for real here. <laughs> it's all virtual. Okay. Um, we're going to go. We have an open phone line. If you'd like to jump in on this unscripted, now's the time to do it. 833-288-3986. But we're, we're real. It's, we're not AI or anything. We're, we're the real deal. <laughs> you know, I'm worried about that. Let's, can we talk about that? AI, did you see that latest uh, video circulating of, of that music artist that's all AI? She's, she is artificial. So is the music, everything. It's I really, didn't see it, no, huh? yeah, it's very, I'm sorry. I, my folks, I think it's kind of creepy. I really do. And I think all musicians and music artists should all be up in arms about it because that's just not fair to do. That's a beautiful God given talent to have that musical ability. And it should mm -hmm. be left with people that have, um, souls. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Right. If That's my statement wants to talk on about AI. that, join us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Ann in Buffalo, thanks for waiting on the line. Maria, hold on, you're right after Ann. Ann is listening on Sirius XM 130 today. Hello, Ann, thank you for your patience there. Welcome. Hi. Um, yeah, I'm calling uh, basically on behalf of my sister. Um, okay. I'm feeling quite desperate. <laughs> um, I, I could use some help with um, words of hope for her. Um, she's losing faith. She's been suffering tremendously, um, with no answers so far, uh, to a medical, uh, ailment. Um, I do, it feels like medicine is failing her and, um, her, her husband's support is failing her. Um, I, uh, she's a wife and mom. She's mm -hmm. been bedridden, 
Um, she can't function. She's fainting with injuries. Um, now, because of that, she's crawling just to get to the bathroom. Um, and re- recently, she uh, harmed herself. Um, and it's really out of character for her. Um, she's in a brain fog. Um and she's been contacting me a lot because I'm just really trying to be there for her and let her know that I believe her, you know, and and support her. But she's really, I'm running out of words. And I just, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just pleading for help here. Like, I I don't, I want to give her that hope. I want she to give her um, words that God has got her back. And when she's losing faith and... Um, you know, and I'm really scared she's going to harm herself again. And I just, I don't recognize her. And this is just been hard. And I could just use some, some hope and help and some words to help her have faith still. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Uh, if you want to, yeah, I've, I've got a thought or two. So it sounds like it's, it's just getting so overwhelming for everybody involved and even for her husband and, and everything. So, and that happens. Um, we see it a lot in the ministry work that we do in life coaching. The one thing I, I want to kind of give you some, some hope, um, with, and, and something to work on is to keep finding those resources, believe it or not. Um, sometimes people have exhausted all the, all the tries at, at getting medical and, and mental health professionals and people involved and all sorts of people. And, and then they say, okay, I tried that. I did that. I've done that. Okay. That, that counselor didn't work or that doctor didn't work. You have to keep going. You have to keep uh, finding different people and, and interviewing them and seeing if it could be a right fit for your sister and then introducing it to maybe her husband and, and your sister and, and see if, if if they could bring um, like a team and, and constantly going through. And I'm not, I'm not wealthy by any means. Okay. I don't, I'm in ministry work I'm a full-time ministry work. Okay. But I, I'm going through my second bout of cancer and I have a team of doctors. And, and what I mean by that is I interviewed several people in, who are specialists in other in areas and they've all agreed to work with each other to help me. If I had just leaned on one doctor or one person, it may not have helped me. I, I believe in having um, a support team around people. And that includes with mental health, you know, to have a counselor like Catholic counselors is fantastic. They have um, coaching. We have coaching. There's all sorts of people. There's, there's counselors, there's coaches, there's therapists, there's, and it people sometimes get one person to help them. And, and when it doesn't work out, they feel overwhelmed and there's nowhere to turn. Keep interviewing people the right and pray and pray to your guardian angel to, to, to go to her guardian angel to help everybody to help everybody's guardian angel to move hearts so that the right people come into view for your sister and and keep that hope keep that hope in yourself when you're when you're talking with your sister i can tell you that people will show up on the scene when people have when you have hope and and faith that god is working uh, on on her behalf and 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 for all of you what do you say to that first Anne? uh um i love what you say about people will show up on the scene because it's just like i guess i you know i'm just that's something to remind her, you know, God has put people in our life at different mm-hmm. stages for different oh, things. Yeah. And, 
you know, I'm just, I'm running out of words. And I just, right. um, and the mental health aspects, I, I do know she is receiving counseling, um, but um, as far as finding a medical team and getting her to be able to advocate for that, I don't, I'm not sure how to tell her how to go about that. Um, and as far as, you know, um, I, I love that this also, um, you know, this is a show where many people are listening and I really believe in prayers and numbers. So I just mm-hmm. want to ask for prayers from listeners. Absolutely. So, I yeah, put and, your sister and, and her husband and the whole family in the book. Go ahead, Jer. Yeah, Absolutely. well, and, and you, you, I'm sure you've heard the show, Ann, before we, we welcome emails, you know, um, you know, if, if you wanted to, uh, you know, maybe email, Debbie Debbie might w- be willing to interact with you on that. Our email address is take2 at EWTN.com, and it works with the number two or the word spelled out, take2 at EWTN.com. But, you know, you mentioned, you said, uh, I think two or three times at least, you said you're running out of words, you know. And I think there there is a time when, you know, words... Words help a lot in certain mm-hmm. situations, but I think there are other times as well, and maybe you're uh, entering into one of those times, or your sister is right now, and where, you know, uh, words are not necessarily going to be what she needs, but just, uh, you know, a quiet witness, you know, a prayerful partner, just the assurance of the prayers, because let's face it, you know, Debbie said it's, it's, it's getting overwhelming, and um, your sister, you know, the people in her life that she would expect to be the most, you know, uh, trustworthy and present and helpful and all of that um you know maybe not by intention but they're just not really there coming coming to bat for her like i know the medical establishment is probably trying but she looks at it as like you know like you said you use the word you know medicine is failing her you said her husband's support is failing her so she's looking all around at all of these you know things that should be like you know really safety nets for her and supports it at this time in her life and, and she probably feels like, you know, there isn't anybody there who's really going to come to a raid. So mm-hmm. we will pray with you, as Debbie said, you know, uh, that, that God will really absolutely put the right people, especially in the medical establishment, in your sister's life. We'll be praying for that. And ask God for a miracle if that's what's required, because God is, mm-hmm. uh, we can go big with God, as Debbie always says, and mm-hmm. that has not changed. You know, God is mm-hmm. still our, our big, bold God, and he's right. definitely got the situation in his in His hands. Mm-hmm. So, And one more thing, and let your sister know that other people have been in her position where you just feel so like there's nothing, there's no resources, there's no plan out of this and stuff. It, the bet you said she's losing, you know, hope and maybe it, it's compromising her her faith. But you know, she's got to get get to a point where she realizes God is with her. God and her guardian angel is beside her. It, it she's really got to lean on God in, in that in that area because if she doesn't, then it's then then it's just going to feel like a a blanket that comes over her and she can't she can't breathe. Okay, so I just know that when I was in that place, Anne, and I was um, similar to your sister at one point. Um, I will tell you that it, I I looked up to the ceiling of the bedroom and I said, okay, God, it's just me and you. And 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 from that point on, He just led you know, he, he gave me the next steps, the next right thing to do. So I just wanted to, to say that, that, that sometimes we, you know, we may say the things that, that we think can fix it for your sister, but when she realizes that God is beside her and God cares for her, she will start to see things come into view. What, what do you say to that before we let you go? So 
such powerful things that you guys have said, and I'm really grateful for it. Um, you know, I, I am scared, like, with her um, brain fog and things. She, mm-hmm. I, I don't, she's not in, um, she's in a headspace where, like, I, she did harm herself once through oh. this whole thing, and I'm scared she's going to do yeah. it again. Yeah. It'll be too late. And, sure. you know, because I, medically, I, I've been in that space myself, and it is a scary feeling. I, I And I think that's one of the reasons why she keeps reaching out to me, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, yeah, I'm scared she's going to. Well, okay. Well, then, if you feel that there is is a danger like that, Anne, then then do your part, what you can, to connect with her husband and say, "Listen, we've got to get her under care. We've got to get uh, professional people supervising her, and 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 handholding her, and taking her out of this place, and helping her get through this." So, do what you can on that part to to let those uh, professionals take over, and because that you you don't want that kind of heaviness on you. And that it's it's not your responsibility like that, and it, that's not fair to do. So you you turn it over to people that 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 can can take over. So all you have to do is maybe make the connections, or or you know, and and she's not able to do it. So so if her husband can step in and and just get a team around her, that would be better. Okay. Right. Yeah, I really appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we're. Got- I'm praying for you uh, with you. what you've been suffering too. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Well, we'll let's stay in touch. And please, we put you in the book. If you need anything else, just reach out to us, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Right. God bless you, Anne. Um, wow. You know, I take two family. We know you're praying already. We thank you for that. That was, a, that was an important one there. Mm-hmm. Um, real quickly, before we go back to the phones, I want to mention tonight on The World Over with Raymond Arroyo, it's a show you really shouldn't miss, Edward Penton of the National Catholic Register and the UK Spectators, Damian Thompson. They're going to report on the Pope's eviction of Cardinal Raymond Burke and the differing reactions to it by some in the media. Also, Archbishop Georg Gonsvines dis- discusses his new book about his life beside Pope Benedict XVI. That's on The World Over tonight with Raymond Arroyo, 8 Eastern Time here on EWTN Radio and Television. Okay, we're going to go to Maria in uh, Ohio on Roku. Hi, Maria. Maria, I always mess up your city when I pronounce it. Would you pronounce it for us? Ashtabula. Ashtabula. I love that. It doesn't quite roll uh, off your tongue, but it's close. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in the Youngstown Diocese. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Well, thanks for holding on the line, Maria. Where Father Larry Richards is at. Okay, good. I'm in that. I'm in that section of Ohio, pretty That's close great, to the Pennsylvania yeah. line. Okay, very good. Well, you held on the line a long time, so we wanted to be sure to get to you, Maria. What, what's on your mind or heart today? I'd like to know, Jerry, if uh, after you are ordained as a priest. If you plan on staying on EWTN radio. (laughs) Well, that's a very good question, (laughs) Maria. And I would say the first thing is, with your prayers, God willing, I may reach 
that stage of ordination. Uh, some people who are listening right now may, or may be saying, what, what in the world is Jerry talking about? Because maybe you aren't up to speed, but about a year ago, God put uh, the vocation of the priesthood back on my heart, and uh, through um, you know discerning and praying and spiritual direction and interviews and so forth, I was accepted as a seminarian for the Diocese of Orlando, Florida. So that's where I am now. I'm at the Basilica of St. Paul in Daytona Beach doing a pastoral year of ministry, which is just going fantastic. The people here are just amazing. So I would say, Maria, first of all, pray me Pray me to the altar, and then I guess God will determine, you know, my media future after that. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being allowed to do the show during this year, um, which will go probably until the spring or early summer next year, when, uh, God willing, I would probably go to St. John the 23rd Seminary in Boston, which is for the later vocations, older vocations. Uh, I doubt that I'd be able to do the show there because, you know, seminary life is very, very busy. But I will say this. I have had Debbie and Maria, I've had so many people say that they believe my media ministry, if you can put it that way, is going to be even more um, powerful and, and in, impactful, yeah. I mean, yep. independent of each other. People are all coming up to me saying, we really believe you're going to continue in ministry in some way, media ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm not sure what that would look like right now, but you never know because uh, I've got 43 and a half years in this business and... Um, you know, it's possible that God would just say, okay, Jerry, we're going to put you over here, be a, be a you know, nice little parish priest, you know, kind of hidden away, tucked away, hearing people's confessions, saying Mass. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But in today's world with technology, um, it's, it's easier than ever to be involved in uh, different sorts of ministries on, kind of on the side or a vocation, within a vocation, if you can put it that way. So it's kind of a long-winded answer, Maria, to say I would absolutely love the opportunity to continue to be involved with Catholic media and Catholic radio in some way if, like I say, God willing, I, I do persevere and, and get ordained. So mm-hmm. your prayers is where it all starts, Maria. I guess it comes back to that. So. And it, and it couldn't be an easy uh, marketing uh, fix, Maria. It would just be take two with um, with Father Jerry and Debbie. So that's all we, <laughs> the, God willing, that's all we'd have to do is add the Father Jerry. What do you say, Maria? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, we're glad you asked the question. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, very sweet of you to call in, Maria. I appreciate that. And again, I just ask everybody for your prayers. And, uh, you know, we always keep the Take-Two family in our prayers uh, each and every day. But now that I'm, you know, like I said, in this parish setting, this parish environment, I have many, many more opportunities. Of course, daily Mass, and there are, you know, First Fridays, and there's, uh, uh, we have Eucharistic Adoration two hours every Wednesday, and lots of other opportunities for me to pray. So it's a two-way thing here, Take-Two family. I really am... I am really being held up and buoyed by your prayers. I can assure you of that. And you've got mine each and every day, many times a day. So mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay, we're going to go to Rachel. And Rachel is a first-time caller from Columbus, Ohio on St. Gabriel Radio. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you? I'm, a, I'm doing well. Good. Um, so I have a, a question um, on some relationship advice that I need. Um, so to sum it up, uh, I am, the person used the term emasculated. I emasculated them. I made them feel as if they don't have any dignity, mm-hmm. um, and that they did not matter as a person over the course of months. Um, and I feel very badly about that and I would like to help them, um, to get over 
what I have done and heal the relationship because it's not one that um, can necessarily end. It's the father of my, my child. And um, he's become really down, depressed, and um, isn't, he's wanting to do some stuff with his life, but doesn't feel like he has the capabilities to do it anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Trust has been broken in the relationship, and I'm wondering if this can be fixed and reconciled. Yeah. And if trust can be rebuilt and how mm-hmm. to approach the situation. Sure, sure. Okay. So uh, let me just make sure I get the details correct on this. So you're not in a, a, a relationship with him, but you have a child together? Yes. And you're co-parenting? Or how's the, co- how's the parenting going? Um. It's kind of co-parenting. We're living in two separate cities, um, okay. so we visit occasionally. But um, our daughter is only two months old, so. Oh, your daughter! Oh, she's young. Okay, so what um, uh, have you have you asked him if he's willing to go to any um, like Zoom coaching, counseling, anything like that to help you help you guys, you know, uh, rebuild your your friendship? He is, um, but we both cannot afford it at the moment. Okay. Yeah. So it, that, that would be difficult. Okay. So what you want to do then is you, you may, I mean, it's, it's really difficult to kind of what we call therapize each other, you know, to try to, you know, help each other. It's nice to have a, a third party there to, to be able to be the objective one that can kind of look at the whole situation. But there's things online that you can do. You can research some things online um, that can help you uh, work towards building your, your friendship um, and rebuild the trust. Um, I would, I would start slowly. Uh, and you know, we, we often say baby step it here, um, on, on take two, but it really is true. Do the next right thing and try to build and you have to build it slowly. Um, I would also, you know, really share with him if you feel that you are responsible for some of the things he's saying that you, he's kind of accusing you of, uh, if you feel responsible, I would definitely, um, you know, share with him in, in writing on an email or in, or over zoom or something that you really are uh, sorry for that. And you want to rebuild and, and start over and hit the reset button. Um, and, and I would also bring in prayer, bring in prayer because you have a daughter together. So bring in prayer because you need uh, the help from the other side of the veil to help you with any, any graces and any, any um, blessings that, that, can, that can help you uh, to build your friendship and as parents and then with your child. So that's what, I, that's what would be the recommendations right for now. And then I uh, pray that the good Lord provides the resources so that you can get that necessary um, coaching or counseling to, to, keep, uh, to keep building. That's the key, Rachel. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say uh, first, just based on the details. What do you say, Jer? I can't add to that. Just curious what you thought, Rachel, about what Debbie was sharing. Um, I think it's great. Yeah, I'll definitely look into more Zoom coaching. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any advice on, like, because when I say, when I apologize, I've apologized profusely for months, but um, I am told that it seems scripted and not genuine, but, like, I am genuinely saying these things, but they're not being received. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after, sometimes after I'm, he opens up to me about something that happened a few minutes or hours later, I'll go back to joking or just being right. normal. Right. And he says, that's not, I, I agree that that would be weird and uncomfortable. Um, right. So well, just Rachel, just say that, just say, listen, I'm, I'm really apologizing from my heart. 
Okay. And you may feel differently. I understand that. That's why we have to build. We have to build slowly. So you can see that I, I really do feel this way. I'm sorry. I want to reconcile. I want to build our, our relationship and, and let's just work slowly to do that. If we can do that and, and tell them you spoke to, um, a life coach, we, we're both life coaches. So there you go. And maybe then he'll, he'll feel it's a little bit more, uh, something he has to listen to. What do you say, Rachel? I say that's really good. Thank you. Oh, you're right. welcome. Yeah, you we'll can always praying. you can yeah. always um, find us at standtalltoday.com if you want to talk more. Okay. We're going to get to Kathleen in Bowling Green, Ohio, to finish out this unscripted broadcast listening on Annunciation Radio. Hi, Kathleen. Hi. I have a praise report. But Great. first of all, I want to tell Jerry I am just thrilled that mm-hmm. you're going to become a priest. Mm-hmm. You will be a wonderful one. I can tell by the sound of your voice. You have so much love and compassion mm. for us, and you're you're gonna. And I pray for you every day, Jerry. Thank you, Kathleen. Aww. Thank you. Very kind. That's you're very sweet. kind. Thank uh, you. Quickly, August first, two thousand and fourteen, I became homeless. Um, it's taken a lot, but I do have an apartment now. For the last eight years, I did not have a car. Fortunately, I live in the middle of Bowling Green where everything is very walking accessible. Uh, St. Aloysius is one block away. Went to Daily Mass. In my apartment building, we have a free table in the lobby where people put canned goods, clothing, purses, shoes for other people. Okay, I got something off the free table, and as I walked away, I said, if only there could be a car on the free table. And I laughed at myself, and I said, Kathleen, don't be foolish. Ten days later, a lady came up to me after morning mass and said, Kathleen, would you like a car? (laughs) I just about fell over, and she said, I'll bring it tomorrow after mass to see if you like it. And I thought, like it. And it's a beautiful 2012 Kia Sorento. And I'm using it to, I mean, for myself, it's wonderful. But I take people that don't have transportation, like to the doctor's appointment, grocery shopping. And then Father Tom just trained me as a Eucharistic minister. All right, Kathleen, forgive us for jumping in, but you hear that music there? We're going to end in about 20 seconds here. We are so happy for you, and we are so grateful to God for this beautiful gift He has done in your life, all the gifts He's given and blessings He's given you. So thank you, Kathleen, and also for your kind words. We're out until tomorrow, The Real Presence. I'm Jerry for Debbie. Have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, please pray for us.